Warning, it is the opinion of the Forestry Productions LLC and the Working Perspectives podcast that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You have been warned, so if you decide to listen to the recording, then don't complain about the language. If there was an argument, we would go down there. But here's the best part, Matt. Four people had to fight, and you only got one boxing glove each. <laughs> so, so legit. We, we, we get into a fight one night. My brother and this guy, Sean Montepello, no joke. His brother, TJ, and me are going against those two. My brother got so mad that I kept telling him, dude, you've been cheating since the day you were born, you scumbag. Yeah. He goes to swing at me, misses knocks his own partner out i never <laughs> laughed harder in my life never laughed. hi hello how are you thanks for stopping by this is the working perspectives podcast i'm matt lavelle accompanied today by jalen dub justin richardson and our special guest is the one and only phil kelly J-Dub, how we doing? Bay, bay. Like a uh, stranded man in a submarine with only 40 hours less of oxygen? I'm ready to go. Okay, <laughs> love it. Very nice. You uh, know what I'm talking about? No, I, you know I, I, I... Yep, I mean, I, I kind of can... Um, I, I, you know, no, I don't. No? Yeah. Uh, these people paid $250,000 to go down and see the Titanic, and they, like, lost the signal, and they can't find them, and they have currently, as this podcast records right now, 40 hours less of oxygen. They're dead. No, they were, uh, you know what? They were abducted. They, uh, the aliens got them. Because the aliens live in the sea. You know? But, uh, yep, speaking of aliens living in the sea, this is the Working Perspectives Podcast. Let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective to be effective by voice in societies. Working Perspectives. Exploring your day and how you On the show today, we have a friend of mine and a co-worker from... No! God, please, no! I'm going to actually cut that, and it's going to be blurred out, and you're not going to know the name of the company, because we're not allowed to talk about it, and it's a lot of fun. But either way, we've had a couple other people that I work with on the show, but honestly, this guy by far is my favorite, and I've been wanting him on the show for a long time, so I'm super excited he's here. He owns Kelly Baseball and Softball, which you can find on Instagram, at Kelly Softball and Baseball. We'll have a link in the description of this episode for that. Uh, he's a super good dude. I'll tell you, Jada, I think you you're in this and it's different. Like when I worked at the bar or something like that, or landscaping where there's more of like a locker room vibe and like, you can kind of bust balls and stuff. I feel like it's a lot easier to get along with people like in a kitchen or at a bar, whatever, right? Like you can kind of like, you find more people you can be kind of personable with, or maybe you're like, you can be yourself in front of. 
right? Yeah, you, you know me. I say wild shit. So, mm-hmm. like, normally I have to, like, enter a scenario and wait for someone else to say wild shit. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, that guy's, that guy's cool. Yeah, he's I, on the team. I, he's on the team. I can say wild shit to that guy. Yeah. No, no, I'm with you. So, in an office setting, right, that's really tough to find someone yeah, that's actually. Yeah, it's tough. They have people... to, br- br- like, present yeah. to you. And then you'd be like. Well, how about this? And they'll be like, "Yeah, yeah, that's crazy." Like, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have, you have to like, they'll say something subtle, and yeah. then you'll be like, "Okay, oh, we're testing the waters here." Okay, how about this? And like, then like, I, mean, I would know, bash her head in with a brick, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I get." It. All right, oh. this guy, he, he gets it. Yeah, he gets it. You know. So when you look at, you know, sometimes though, people at the office they got a jib, and I don't like the cut of that jib, but this guy's jib, he's got a good jib, and I like the cut of that jib. So I'm super excited. He's finally here. Uh, I mean, I'm dating us, but we've re- we've aired 255 episodes at this point, and he's finally here. Super <laughs> excited we could get him. Uh, Phil, thanks for being on. Before we get started, I would just like to ask, what movie do you think is better, The Godfather Part 1 or The Godfather Part 2? Oh, man. Uh, hey, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, sure. You're going to hate yeah. me here. You're going to yeah. absolutely hate me, and I'm going to start this you. episode off on the wrong foot. Right. What if I told you I've never seen either one of them? I only ask one thing of you, and people will <laughs> judge you, and they'll be like, "How have you never seen The Godfather?" Watch the third one, and then okay. watch one and two. Okay, mm. I can do that. Here, so I've let never me seen the third. There. Why? Not... Are you, why are you telling him to do that? I don't know. If you've never seen The Godfather. Don't do it do in that. a weird way. Don't do that. No, do it. Do it. The. I mean, actually, they do have it where it's set up chronologically, where they start with him, and it's called the saga, where they start with him in Italy and then go through it in in chronological order instead of the way they do it in the first two movies. What were you gonna say, Phil? You know, it's funny because I've heard, I've listened to many of these episodes, and I feel like you've asked oh, questions, and I'm like, yeah. oh, there's gonna be a movie question, and it's like, yeah, I've heard of all the movies you bring up, and of course, you go with ones I haven't seen. I'm not a huge just to level set this. I'm not a big movie buff used to be uh i'm a sports movie guy through and through i like uh, more of the action movies but i've never been at like italian mob boss movie guy what's the movie you've seen the most well oh great question oh yeah um i'm a huge the town guy like that is through love the town the number one i could be head into a wedding and if the tv goes on and the town is on i'll be late for the wedding like i'm not I have to stop and watch the whole thing. Oh, dude, it's fantastic. Like, dude, they got you from the jump. They got you when they're going in the Skeletor mask. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I mean, I do wish that the female lead was a little better looking. She had some, you know, messed up teeth, whatever. But I can live with it. Aflac directing his 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 touche off. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, yep. they really, dude, He's I love driving. the town. Jeremy Renner. Oh, Jer- oh, yeah. Well, Blake Lively's in the movie, and she. She's the like almost villain girl in that movie, but yeah. I think she plays it really well. You know the yeah. uh, you know yeah. how, how big is a dollar, right? And it's like yeah, that that movie is yeah. You have to stop and watch it um, when it's on. But yeah, that's that's my number one. Um, Departed probably two, but uh, yeah, that those are the two that if they're on, I'm stopping, I'm watching them. And uh, it, do you think those are the ones that you've like? Think about this, right? I remember when I was a kid, we would go through phases of like movies, like dude, like Mighty Ducks two. I've legit watched a million times, right? Mm-hmm. The Sandlot, mm-hmm. legit watched a million times. Dude, but even things like Lion King was on repeat a lot. Like, you know, it's a, you know, it was a big one in my house. Did you ever see the movie Newsies with no, the young Christian that? Bale? Oh, 
You I'm have, a real crip. Dude, Newsies <laughs> is, uh, you know, it's about these courageous young newsboys that rose up to fight against an unscrupulous odds against a powerful newspaper publisher at the turn of the century. Uh, I guess it was 1899. The kids were faking the rec- I'm the he's not a real crip, I'm a real crip. Uh, oh, a gimp, you mean? I was a gimp? I thought it was crip. Crutchy, gimp. It was crip, yeah. I swear to god, it was uh, it could be, right? You know, I mean, whatever. But so, you're not saying so it's the gang me, sense. Yeah, go okay, ahead. So for me, most watched once I saw the movie Major League oh. and Major League Two, had to watch them consistently over and over again. Because yeah. as you know, uh big baseball guy through and through. Sure. Yeah. Um but that was so different. Like Sandlot has the, the kid feel to it, right? Like right. when you're growing up and you see Sandlot, you're like, okay, cool. Like I yeah. go to the Sandlot, awesome. A dog, rescue the ball, cool. Wendy Peppercorn, amazing, yada, yada. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. when right. you saw Major League and dudes were cursing and drinking and yeah. smoking cigarettes and Joe yeah. Blue, you were like, wait a second. This is what I want to do in yeah. real life. The like, whole bikini, the bikini run. thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To this day, when Jake Brown runs out of that single and the Indians win the pennant, I cry Every time. Oh, magical. Dude, that was uh, Gary Newman was like the soundtrack of the movie. It was great. Dude, that's a great flick. I mean, I love Omar Epps, but it sucks that they found him in the it's second like, one. It's so funny that the way it was scripted and what was really cool about it, like walking up to spring training and they, they literally call a guy to manage the Indians and he goes, I got a guy on the other line about some white walls, but I'll get back to you. <laughs> he's working as a freaking mechanic and he yeah, doesn't want to yeah. manage the Indians. They're so yeah. bad. But uh, no, those are my two probably most watched. Anytime they're on, sure, I stop. But yeah, I've watched them a thousand times. Shout out to, I mean, uh, you know, I guess it would be uh, a secondary character. Neil Flynn steals the show. AKA mm-hmm. the janitor from Scrubs, but he was in it, dude. But no, dude, that you're, dude, Major League and Major League Two. But what about Major League Three? Back to the Minors. Oh god, with Scott Bakal. Oh, god, that movie was. I made like fifteen terrible. minutes in it. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. unwatchable. I yeah. I want I I held out on seeing Major League Two until I was like thirty four years old. Nothing wrong with Major League Two. Nothing wrong. It's, and nothing it was wrong all right. And three is not. And then in the same night, I watched. Uh, three and I was like, this is not a bad concept. Well, the, two out. just got two just got more cookie cutter, right? One was raw. Like the Asian guy in two is great. He makes it fun again. You have no marbles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You great. know what's funny is like I think one is great because it doesn't end with a happy ending, right? So we appreciate that if you're if you're into yeah. that, right? But then, but two is more a little like more quotable, and I feel like yeah. how do you rate a movie? It's by how much you quote it like seriously yeah. like if you can quote a movie it's going to be one of your favorite movies i feel like yeah that you have no marbles is good yeah. um you might you know hit like hey but you run like type deal like they're yeah. just funnier it's just i don't know i feel like that and then you know the dude he's in the hospital he's got the little uh earpiece on and he's watching like if you're a sports fan you relate to that because you know that'd be you you'd be on your deathbed eagles in the super bowl you're having a heart after a heart attack and you're like i don't care honey Put the put the uh, IV away. Give me the earpiece. I need yeah, to hear how the yeah. game goes. Give me Merle yeah. Reese in my right ear. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of it too. I remember, dude. I distinctly remember my dad took us to see Major League Two in the theaters, and I remember him saying, "He's like, damn, Sheen put on some weight in this role." You know what I mean? I was like, yeah. uh, Sheen, I guess wasn't on the wasn't on the stuff. But no, dude. Yeah, Major Dude, nothing wrong with Major League Major League Two, dude. I'll tell you another one. When I hit like the teenage years, Dogma. Dude, religiously watched Dogma. Mm. I absolutely love that movie. But okay, so next question, right? Gotcha. Mm-hmm. When it comes to Cheetos, are you crunchy or are you puffed? 
good question. Uh, I would go crunchy. Of course you would. Of yeah. course you would. The Puffessance yeah. is officially dead, Justin. All right. Dying. Justin, okay. here's a puff boy. He's a puff boy. Yeah. I'm not afraid. See, I don't think Bang. if you're going to say Cheetos puff, you're talking about a cheese curl. It's a whole new yeah. product. She's so, ball, she's curled. But I think that product belongs to hers. It doesn't belong to Cheetos. So I feel like you're dipping your toe in the wrong I'm, Well, water. no, I'm saying like Cheeto is, I'm I'm not saying Cheeto is the, the brand. The hard, I'm saying Cheeto yeah. as like the description of, wow. I would say the doodle and the crunchy fall under the Cheeto kind of, okay. yeah. you know, parent account. You know, nah. Crunch me up, crunch me up. Yeah, crunch all day. What about uh, panty cakes or waffles? Oh, man. You know what? It's great. <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah. So I, I have a hot take and you know me, Matt, uh, my style is I'm, I'm going to control the script. You're not. So I hope you don't have too many questions, but I'm going to start asking you questions. But right. point being, my hot take is this. You just asked me, do I like pancakes or waffles? My hot take is I think breakfast sucks. What? And I, I just think it's, it, it's just such a, you just eat it to eat it and you move on with your day. Um, and I, let me let me explain it, and you guys give me your thoughts. Okay, you can have lunch, you can have dinner. Those are more um, group efforts. You can have a beer with your lunch. You can have a cocktail with your lunch. You get a big group of friends together for dinner. You have Thanksgiving dinner. You got holiday dinners. Nobody's having a group breakfast. I just think breakfast is it's just so basic. I, I mean, listen, I'll do a couple eggs every day, but if you want to make it breakfast enjoyable. And you go out and let's say you're doing your 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 breakfast burrito or whatnot. Your whole day's ruined because you got to overeat. You feel terrible afterwards, and it's just I, I don't know. I mean, I'm happy to hear your thoughts here, but I really do believe breakfast is the most. It's just so overrated. I don't really enjoy pancakes or waffles. <laughs> I mean, I'm shocked. Whoa, I'm I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, me, Phil, and I have the the privilege and the <laughs> nay the pleasure of being fathers mm -hmm. and father's day was recently i know i'm dating us but father's yep. day was recently and i'll tell you i got taken out to a brunch for father's day and i'll tell you it was incredible but you didn't so, have breakfast you had a brunch you just put two meals together matthew you can't do that is it so you, here's my only but question I ate a i'm waffle. talking to i'm I talking to tuesday morning your judgment tuesday morning you didn't have you didn't have brunch on tuesday morning i'm saying you can't one off it one day out of the year, you got a Father's Day brunch, and you're saying breakfast is great. I don't think you could do that. Phil, I love Phil, a good breakfast. Phil, my though. question for you is: Does it matter what time you're eating breakfast? Okay, so do you hate now, breakfast foods, or do you just don't like? You don't want to. It yeah, sounds like you don't want to eat early, which I don't want to eat early either. But I love breakfast. Yeah. So that's a that's a good thought there, J Dub. Yeah. So I always, yeah, and Matt had just said I have kids. So I'm always up early. I'm up before right. 6 a.m. every single day. You don't like I, eggs? Don't like no, I love, no, I'll eat eggs. I'll okay. eat hash so it's not I'll the food. It it's not the food. It's not the food. I feel like it's the, like, it's breakfast the is. you got to do it? No, it's just that it's just something you do and you move on. Like, you don't. Let me ask you a question. You could breakfast sit here and if I special. said, what's your favorite steak? What's, have you had a good chicken parm lately? What's your favorite burger? Like you just go to a different place, and if I said, "Hey, dinner, what's dinner's your favorite thing," what's your dinner favorite is, steak and egg and cheese omelet? No, I could, but no, I can tell you a great breakfast spot near me that does a good breakfast. Turning Point Metro, I got this diner, Farmer's Gen. Daughter. Turning Point is a chain restaurant. 
Turning I go to Point does a great gems. breakfast. They I did. To... They have a uh, a a new or a Cajun be- eggs Benedict that'll knock you knock your schwanz in the ground. All right, Cajun eggs Benny. Look it up. It's over cornbread. Just not interrupted. You go ahead. I go to Gems Diner. I Gem. get a newspaper. And Use a pen paper. from the one of the waitresses. Pen from the waitress. I get two eggs over easy. I get cheese on my hash browns and white toast, and they butter it for you. Because that's really 90% of what I'm coming from, mm-hmm. is I just want someone to butter my toast for me. Mm. I'm walking Over out, easy and butter my toast. That is your nickname. I'm walking out with a 10 on the table, and that's it. And it's 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 a beautiful experience. How much? Wait, wait, a 10 for the whole gimmick? Dude, it's like $4.99 for the meal. And I don't drink coffee, so I, I'll either get orange juice or I might just go straight water, depending on how You're I'm a going. big coffee guy, though, aren't you, Phil? Hey, coffee. Uh, I yeah, I don't do coffee obvious. either. So it's either orange coffee. juice, and if if I'm not feeling uh, peppy, you know, if I don't want to shit soon, I'd go no juice. i just go mm-hmm. water. Mm-hmm. How do you do your coffee, Justin? If I was going to drink coffee, I'd like it how I like my women. White? Strong and black. <laughs> I just feel like if you were to say to somebody, let me cut in here. <laughs> if you were to say to somebody, oh man, had a beautiful two eggs over cheesy hash browns and white toast. Come on. You're not a foodie there. You're a guy who spent some time in prison is what you are. Oh, I'm having such a good time. You walk in, in you prison. You're having down. a good time. You've yeah, never gone out for food. breakfast and like I had have a- met and I hate it every single time. I kid you not. Cause I'll go. And I get excited and I'm like, I want to make this an event. I want to buy into these breakfast lovers. Yeah. So I go, give me the corned beef hash. Give me the breakfast burrito. And next thing you know, I've eaten way too much food. My whole day is destroyed Mm. because you have to over. I feel like in order to enjoy breakfast, you have to overeat breakfast. You Mm. don't have to do that with any other meal. Tell me I'm wrong. You you're you're not wrong. You are going you, when you go out to breakfast. You know you're going guns blazing. Well, because yeah, I mean, yeah, no, see to. his his perspective is because it's the opposite. You're thinking breakfast. You're thinking dinner terms. I'm gonna crush a thousand things, drink a thousand drinks, and then I'm gonna go to bed. But breakfast is a meal of the morning. You just gotta you gotta hit what you like and get yourself going, dude. Honestly, I I mean. I'm, Lavelle, help me out here. Come on, dive in, big dog. So look, I look, I understand. What about this? What if, what if, forever, right? From now until forever, you could go out to breakfast and then you get a nap afterwards to just let it go. <laughs> are you back on the you, team? Dude, are you back you, on the team then? You are literally asking. This is now your third question you've asked me that I've had no interest in. Don't like the Godfather. Don't like pancakes and waffles, and I don't nap. You're Come on breakfast. now, fella. You just struck out. You better get back in the on the uh, mound. You like crunchy Cheetos. You like crunchy cereal. Cheetos. You like cereal? I don't like crunchy. I just answered the question. I don't like cereal either. I'm a potato chip guy through and through. I think the potato chip is better yeah. than the French the fry. He's not going to eat breakfast. I don't know. What to tell you. Oh, no, no, no. Jay Dub. Jay Dub. No, no, no. I eat it. breakfast every single day. Eat no, breakfast no, I know, every single but... day. But you're going like overindulge in your breakfast. breakfast. Right. Never. Never. Yeah. Because you want to keep your energy high. You don't want to be sluggish after breakfast. I you, got you. Matt, Matt, would you describe me as an energy guy? You're an energy guy. You so got if I I mean, three pancakes. I would, what would I would happen? say clean energy. You're a clean energy guy. You know, <laughs> you're not like, because there's some people that have energy, but they're herky jerky. They're all over the place. You're yeah. like an energy guy, but you're like a smooth, clean energy guy. 
But no, uh, I would say also, Justin, I don't know if you heard Phil when he said this, but the potato chip over the French fry. Dude, I'm a thousand percent. I just did it the other day. It, my sandwich came with fries. And I said, yo, do you have chips? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, dog, let me get chips. And he was like, that's my guy. That's my guy. Right fries. There. And I was like, I don't want your French fries. I want potato chips. Yeah. Were they yeah. homemade potato chips? I don't even care. It'd still be better than French fries. I don't know what I'm hearing right now. I don't. I can't. bang at all times. Just a plain gimmicks, a plain you bag a of plain hers, a, a plain bag of flimsy hers. Oh, I had. Do you have you? Oh, this goes contrary to what uh, you're about to say, but I just had the John's roast pork potato chips today from hers. Just had Jones. Just oh, they're added. banging. They're making my car smell right now outside you because I didn't finish them, them before you put them in your mouth. They're like good. You smell the pork sandwich and then you eat yeah. it. It's crazy. Matt, I like this. You don't get that with a French fry. You get one option plain or Dude, plain. French fries get significantly worse the further you get from the establishment you bought them. Let's say you go to a fast food restaurant. Bingo. If, if you like, they hand them to you and you eat them right there, they're banging. But like you start to pull away, let's say you get a car length away and you don't pull out of the, the actual drive through yet. You could eat them there, and they're very delicious. But the, you kind of like pull into a spot to the right a little bit and stop. They get like, and eh, they're all right. And let's say you pull out of the whole establishment and get onto the main road and start driving towards your home. They're garbage. Mm-hmm. They have like a radius quality. Yep. You need to either eat them the second they hand them to you or damn them to hell. Wow. Wow. Learning a lot here, guys. Uh, Phil, what about when it comes to amusement parks Are you or theme parks? Are you water park or amusement park? Amusement park. Okay, very good. You're back on the team. I like it. You want to stay dry. You want to stay dry and have a little fun. Yeah, yeah I prefer Maybe the... hop on uh, a coaster. I prefer the roller coaster always over the uh, wave pool. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went to a water park last week when I was on vacation. And uh, let me tell you guys, I now have chlamydia and staph infection. So there you go. <laughs> Didn't show up with either. And I left with fun? both. You didn't have fun? Uh, I'll tell you, I did. It was uh, it was a little windy that day. So the park wasn't super crowded. And you can just you can just go down. Like I went down, went right back up, went down. It was a smaller park. Sounds you know? awesome. But I'll tell you, there's something that doesn't, you know, it still won't leave you even at another age. When you're going down a tube and it's all dark. Yeah. You, you did. You, oh, the water park did. makes you feel free. The water park's like, hey, here's the ride. You go down. You go to the amusement park. They're like, everybody buckle in. We're going to do this together. The water park's like, hey, one at a time. Figure it out. If you get to the end, we'll let more people go. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong there. Okay. Uh, okay. And then what about this, Phil? Bill Murray or Chevy Chase? Two characters in the same movie. Ah, uh, boy. Um, <clears throat> Do it, Phil. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Uh, Chevy Chase. Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah. What is happening here? What is <laughs> happening here, Justin? I, I feel like, like Chevy Chase just is one of a kind. Bill Murray is just like a. He's got that grumpy old man look to me. I don't. I'm sorry. That's all I gotta say. Grumpy old man's a great movie. Grumpy old man's a great movie. Grumpy old man's a great movie. Staying firm with me, you, and like one other person. Yeah, I'm going. Didn't Chevy. the person last week who was on last week? Here's the deal. My dad worked 30 years for Chevy, so I got to go with Chevy. How about that? Deal with it. Ooh, man. Okay. Uh, last question here, and yes, Phil, uh, I need your honest answer because this is going to decide the man you are. When it comes to eating wings, are you drums or are you flat? I know that. I I was expecting this question. 
Uh, I know that's the biggest question every guest gets asked on this show. Um, and everyone that's answered it, Flat is an asshole. They are an asshole. He's back on the team. Yeah, it's you got to go drums here. Like, what drums are you all the way. Like, why would you want to do all that work for less meat? Like, yeah. it's literally work? less it's soggy so, meat. It's one hand. It's not. Are you, barbarians. It's, grabbing no, a drum is a barbaric. You said Chevy Chase, and I want to support you so much. <laughs> you know, I just want to be behind you. <laughs> you're right. No, Phil, you're completely right. Justin, you're a scumbag jerk, and everybody yeah. knows it. Yeah. Jerry's out. No, great stuff. So, okay, Phil, thank you for getting there. Uh, your opinions on breakfast are known, not really well supported, not a big fan, but we'll keep it going. Uh, I want to talk about this. Like I said at the top of the show, you are the owner and proprietor and head coach, I guess, of Kill- Kelly Baseball and Softball. And like I said, in the description of this episode, we'll have a link to your Instagram, which is at Kelly Softball and Baseball on Instagram. Uh, check them out. Really good stuff. A lot of high-level athletes, high-level players there. A lot of good stuff going on. Uh, tell us, how did you come to start this, and what's the deal with Kelly Baseball and Softball? I appreciate the opportunity to talk about it, Matt. Uh, yeah, so uh, growing up, loved baseball, uh, whether it was wiffle ball in the backyard or throwing little mini, uh, the little whole golf balls that are plastic in the house with my brother, yep. uh, knocking down our popcorn ceiling. I just grew to love baseball, um, played throughout high school, and then ended up being lucky enough to play college baseball at Newman University. Uh, I was a starting pitcher for them for four years, team captain. And afterwards, I uh, started working in corporate and really didn't love it. Uh, so kind of wanted something on the side that I would uh, find some enjoyment with because, you know, healthcare recruitment wasn't all that exciting. So I started doing private lessons about 14 years ago, uh, slowly but surely built from three or four kids that I was training in Abington, Pennsylvania to full on uh, company, Kelly Baseball and Softball, as you had mentioned. Uh, I did that for about seven years full time. Uh, where I did uh, travel baseball teams, camps, clinics, private lessons. I coached at Plymouth White Marsh High School. Uh, I ran a travel team called Lumberjacks Baseball for 12 seasons. And then finally, uh, transitioned to where I'm at now to just doing uh, back to a side gig. But my thing is this, guys. Um, I was a high school guy that was uh, a little bit heavier, a little bit out of shape, didn't have a ton of confidence. And I see a lot with young kids now. Um, they don't believe in themselves. They don't have those uh, mentors or life coaches that they can count on to help build them up. And uh, yeah, so I've done it, like I said, for 14 years. I love working with kids. I'm currently working a camp right now for softball. I've got a baseball camp in a couple of years. But uh, my goal is just literally to uh, get to know each kid, develop a relationship with kids that I work with and help them to battle all of the anxieties and pressures and fears that they might have and help them on the field um, in baseball or softball, to be honest with you. So, um, again, like I said, I've been doing it for a while now. Love it. Um, every kid that I work with, I, I develop a different relationship and I think I love it just as much as the next one. Um, it's who I am through and through. I love being around people and with people. And I think the opportunity to work with kids and help them, um, really, uh, you know, hits home for me. So yeah, now that I, uh, you know, have kids of my own, I've got two young girls, uh, it means even more that I've expanded my softball business uh, as i'm hoping to one day i'll uh, be able to train them so thanks again matt for letting me talk about that no dude that dude awesome that's some great stuff brother i'm so happy to see that you have a passion for that and that you get to express that and i'll tell you man working with kids like 
like you're saying, I'll tell you, this happens a lot at the boxing gym where I'll get a kid that comes in that's like, they're, you know, also at that stage is so tough. They're going through an awkward phase. They're getting like their body, their body's growing. They're growing into their body. They're at, they're probably like the most unathletic they'll ever be in their lives. You know what I mean? So like you have to coach them up and to see, like see them get better athletically and to learn and grow and you help instill confidence in them that wasn't there before. It's an incredible thing. And it's an incredible feeling. You should be very proud that you're doing that. That being said, so you're talking about wiffle ball and stuff. Did you ever get into the blitz ball? Yeah, so wiffle ball, blitz ball, corner ball. We had a game. I got to I gotta sidetrack the conversation again. We had a game because I feel like what's really cool about sports, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, especially in baseball, you kind of create your own version of it yeah. growing up, right? Because yeah. you don't have access to like, hey, I don't have someone to pitch because I'm too young or we don't have L screens or we don't have, we don't even have baseballs. Like think about it, like the whole Sandlot yeah. vibe, but they didn't have a baseball, right? So growing up, we have in Conshohocken, in Pennsylvania, where I grew up, we have these little streets that are like, think about the top of a football, the seams, right? So you have one main road, Fat Street, and then all the avenues would be the seams. So we lived on one of those. At the top of one of these streets, you have four little like sidewalks that we used as bases. So we would literally throw a tennis ball bounce pitch and you had to hit it with a metal bat and you could only hit the ball to left field. If you were right-handed, like we didn't even allow you to yeah. hit the ball the opposite we way. We played that. Yeah. Balls are bouncing off people's houses, off cars. We didn't give a shit, And yeah. you just did it and you fell in love with it. It's like, it's the best. like I said, whether it's wiffle ball, you grab the, uh, the lawn chair, you put that up. Yep. It's just so much fun because it's like, I, listen, Part of my training, and I, and I trained at, I've trained college kids, I've trained high school kids. Anytime a kid's struggling, I bring out the wiffle balls, I bring out the tennis balls, and I remind them, when did you fall in love with the game? Yeah. When you were 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 years old. Go back to those moments and relive them and play wiffle ball again and enjoy it. It's like, dude, blitz ball is incredible. Wiffle ball is incredible. You know, I, 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 I can't speak highly enough about just getting friggin' outside. And you'll see yeah. with your kids as they grow up, guys, it's like man, just like go do stuff. And it's like, mm-hmm. yes, wiffle ball to me was my thing, but like corner ball too. But blitz ball is actually fun as well. But, uh, um, What street number did you live on? I was West 4th Avenue. Wait, is a 4th Streeter. Love it. So is that, is that by Max Deli on 4th Street? So Deli on 4th is the yeah. top of, yeah, literally the top, dude. So that's 100. Fourth Avenue. I was three forty-three. Dude, I was wow. two fifteen. Wow. You yes, I was. I lived there for three years. Are you kidding me? Oh no. my god! Wow. You know, the Dude, house. Dang. It was on no. The he lived there when he was like twenty-five. Yeah, no, I wasn't a child. But that's like where I last lived. We used to get drunk and go to that stadium that was on Ninth Street and go yep. play home run derby. Yeah, yeah. That so that's on the east side. That's the a. That's the a field. They call it. But dude, that's unbelievable. I'm looking up right now. Look at this guy, Contra Hawkins alum. So the reason I bring up Blitzball, shout out John Boy Media. They have a Blitzball tournament at the Warehouse Games. Fantastic stuff. If you haven't checked it out, shout out to them, fans of the show, listen to the show. Uh, but also, dude, the one thing I'll tell you, like, I'll, like I don't know, I, I have a daughter, right? But there's, like, you know, a bunch of kids in my neighborhood and, like, some of the younger boys, right, they'll be outside, like, that one kid, he's, like, this all-energy kid. He'll throw the ball up in the air and just hit it. And I'll be seeing him like while I'm out watching my daughter. And I was like, give me the ball, kid. I'll pitch it to you. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's just the best. But the one thing that we do forget as kids, and you see this now, right? So, yeah, we look back so fondly on the wiffle ball and the baseball with the tennis ball and baseball and whatever, like playing with your friends and all that stuff. But we forget how much arguing 
went on at these games. People forget there was so many fights that broke out because of this call or that call or whatever, you know. But I'll tell you, the institution of the lawn chair as the strike zone can't be understated how incredible that is. Game, game changer. changer, absolutely. And then, dude, it, it, like we played the same thing. If there was like six of us, we could only we could have one pitcher. There was the the chair was the catcher. Right. And then there would be two people in the field, one playing the outfield, one playing like shortstop and it'd be right field foul or right fields out. You know, she so I think that's out. why people maybe you, you bring up such a great point. Right. And, and if you watch Major League Baseball now, they talk about bringing robot umpires. Right. Wiffle ball eliminated all that because it gave the perfect scoring system. If a ground ball was hit and you didn't field it, it's a hit. If you fielded it, it's an out. If a fly ball is caught, it's an out. And then you set up distance markers. There yeah. was no discrepancy. There was no arguing. Maddie, you'll love this as a boxer. We used to, we used to have this thing where, so uh, J-Dub, literally that house that you live in, I just looked it up, was no more than 30 yards from the field that we literally played on at the top of that block, right? Bottom of that block, I have a buddy. They had a basement. We had two sets of boxing gloves. If there was an argument, we would go down there. But here's the best part, Matt. Four people had to fight, and you only got one boxing glove each. <laughs> so, so legit, we, we, we get into a fight one night. My brother and this guy, Sean Montepello, no joke, his brother, TJ, and me are going against those two. My brother got so mad that I kept telling him, dude, you've been cheating since the day you were born, you scumbag. Yeah. He goes to swing at me, misses, knocks his own partner out. <laughs> I never laughed harder in my life. Dude. Never laughed harder Dude, if in my I life. was like your dad, I would be fuck I'd be or I'd be pissing myself laughing. Be mm-hmm. like, look at these little idiots. You know, like that's the best. Blew him right up. Threw a oh. right hook. But imagine getting a right hook into an unsuspecting face. So he's coming up with the left. Next thing you know, a right comes and boom, hits him in the side of the face. Dude, I literally, I go, all right, that's probably the end of the boxing gloves, guys, because I don't know if this is a good idea. Yeah, they're like these little Fisher Price jobbies, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, dude, when I was was six, my dad got me uh, 16-ounce boxing gloves, headgear, and a mouthpiece for my birthday. Mm-hmm. So I always had that Justin's just me and Justin have used them, but we've, they, uh, we had them at my house and we would box like, like we would go through phases. I think, you know, like either like the, this couple weeks we're playing football every day. And like this couple weeks we're playing baseball or wiffle ball every day. Or mm-hmm. like remember street hockey was big. You know what I mean? We're playing street hockey, but dude, there'd be times where we'd go through like, all right, we're boxing for like a week straight. And everyone just like goes and boxes each other. And like, dude, those were, I mean, Honestly, you know, I think that's you need as, as boys you need that. There's no girls at the the boxing thing. But, mm-hmm. you know, as boys like that dude, it's just fun like you also saw like the kids you thought were like that were all talk and they would come in and think they're tough and they're like throwing like the worst shit and you see like the one quiet kids like beating the piss out of everybody. It was great. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of fun. But yeah, man, no, dude. Yeah, you days... figure out your anger like as a young child. You're like, here, are you mad or can you fight? And you're like, no, I'm just angry. <laughs> yeah. We had to, like, I had I had a wrestling mat and, like, padded walls in my basement for training. And then me and Justin, we had a buddy of ours. His name's John Deary. Shout out, fan of the show, listener show, big fan of him. But he had, like, a garage. In his garage, he had a wrestling mat and padded walls for training. And we would go over there and box and stuff, too. Dude, it was, the, it was some, like... 
it would start out as boxing and then it turns into a Royal Rumble yeah. and then it turns into like Survivor Series. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's how it went. It was always just harmless fun, but it was a lot of fun. And then, okay, next thing I wanted to ask you, you, I didn't know you were a pitcher. I always thought you were a catcher. <laughs> hey. Hey, 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 just kidding. <laughs> but so you're pitching, right? What mm-hmm. was your best pitches? Uh, so it would depend on how old I was, but for the most part, I think, uh, back in college, when you college, were in college, yeah. Yeah. When I, when I became really good, I was a changeup guy. I did not have a breaking ball, which is so funny because my brother, um, the exact opposite of me, he was a big breaking ball guy. So I was always change up. He was always breaking ball. And the funny thing is my dad didn't teach us a goddamn thing about pitching, but he would get, get out back and, and you'll appreciate this, Matty. Like, he used to work at um, a, a small dealership in Country Hawk, and then we'd go up at night because um, he would work till nine o'clock at night, which, you know, card salesmen, their hours are ridiculous. So we'd be up, nobody in this dealership. It's Tuesday in December. And we'd be like, Dad, like, we're bored. Like, can we come up? He's like, Yeah, come on, guys. So we go up, we go into the uh, the auto body shop or the, uh, the the parts that whatever the hell you call it, the, um, the bay, the car bay. Yeah. So we go into the car bay and we're um, throwing bullpens to him like literally just tossing bullpens man and that's where we learned to love the game and it's like you know it's funny because they're like thinking about this working perspective thing it's like you know who are you like what did you do growing up it's like who are your parents like they kind of create that work ethic for you right it's like my dad while dressed in a fucking suit is down on one knee with a glove and me and my brother just banging this thing over and over again learning how to pitch and then we both end up like my brother runs camps now i'm running camps now like his kid loves it my kids love it. it's like it's so cool how you lay that foundation and that groundwork yeah. at such a young age, man. But uh, yeah. yeah, I'm a changeup guy. My brother's a curveball guy. Um, I was so what, you more... would have fastball and a changeup were you two? I was always location, location, location. My brother was more velocity, velocity, velocity. He threw way harder than I did. Well, what, how, how, what's way harder? What are, what's Well, I'd say that. I mean, I was probably 86 to 88. He was more like 90 to 92. What? Oh, yeah. Dude, absolutely. that's nuts. Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, it's no joke, man. Like, we just, you know, it's crazy, though. Someone will say to me, like, oh, if I could change anything, what would you do? Like, I wish I knew, like, a throwing program. Like, you know how we got better at throwing, Matt? What? We just threw. Yeah. We would go up back and no, not even asking questions. We had a wooden picnic table. You know, those long, like, six-footers with, made out of wood. We would go out, and we would just turn it on its side. We'd throw tape on two sides of it to have a strike zone. And we would get a tennis ball and literally throw it as hard as we can at each other over and over again. We would literally be strikeout, 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 strike. Because we were both throwers. We weren't really hitters. Yeah. So we would go down to Myrtle Beach. We would have a, um, a beach house with like a garage door. We would put a ch- the lawn chair in front of it. We played 27 inning wiffle ball games that were nothing, nothing because we could throw so hard. Like it was just ridiculous. Just and, throwing gas. Yeah. And neither one. And we were probably good hitters, but we were just much better pitchers. Yeah. So yeah. it was just the, and then that dude, it was funny. You go back to the boxing thing down in Myrtle beach. The one time we get off the beach, we're both sunburned as hell. Cause we have pale skin. We're, you know, Irish Italian and mm-hmm. we have this pale skin. So we get off the beach we get into an argument over a strike call. And I go, dude, that didn't touch the fucking chair. He's like, yeah, it did. 
So we're going at it, going at it, going at it. I grab him and I shove him against this fence, rips the sunburn off his back. My mom lit me up, bro. She's like, you're done, dude. I told you about hurting your brother. Because I'm older than him. She's like, I okay. told you about hurting your brother. And I'm like, what do you want me to do? He was rolling. I had to send him in his place. I'm, yeah. send, I'm, I'm sending a message you're not willing to send. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, hey, uh, you got to respect the call, you know? Yeah. Dude, no, the little brothers, they can, you know, they yeah. can, they need, they deserved every ass whooping they ever got. I'll tell you, I know my, my little brother deserved every ass whooping he ever got. And I'll whoop his ass again if he says something. You know what I mean? <laughs> Me, on the other hand, I was a victim. I'll say that, you know? Yeah. I was totally a victim. But, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> Damn. No, you're, uh, you're 100% right. I'm, I'll tell you what, I had a buddy of mine who he didn't make varsity as a junior in high school for baseball and he really wanted to as a senior so we would throw all the time and like dude hit like but you're so right dude the way you get better just throw that's it man start let you know getting the whip warmed up you know i mean there is a lot of technique to it though as you look at it and i'll say this it's very similar like throwing a boxing punch and throwing a baseball there's a lot to like the phonetics of it are somewhat similar as far as like you kind of want to get your hip in front of your elbow and really turn your side into it and things like that. Yeah, no, dude, it's uh, no super awesome. So nice. And then how did you guys do it? Or where? And you played high school ball, obviously. You said right. Mm-hmm. Where did you play high school ball? Uh, Plymouth White Marsh. Is that where you met Fish? <laughs> no, believe it or not. So I actually met. I don't know if he's has been. He been on the show yet? He has not been in. So he actually, I met him back in nineteen. 19- 1997 we were on uh, a baseball team together uh, the Conchahawken Braves fish was a 11 year old riding my coattails to a champion out there so I was the 12 year old stud fish was 11 uh, he wasn't very good at baseball back then but uh, that's when we met and then it was funny because we knew each other but weren't really friends and then years later um kind of just got together and ended up playing softball and uh you know he was like oh are you doing anything want to join hsp i was like yeah what the hell let's do it so yeah. now but we met back in uh when i was like uh, 11 or 12 years old nice yeah i could totally see him he's uh riding the pine to the yeah to the championship right totally totally <laughs> you see that uh nice okay so then you get into college. How did you do a playing ball in college? Dude, what was so? What is what is Newman? Are they D two or what is it? So Newman's a D three. So okay. um, out out of high school, you would play um, like Chestnut Hill and stuff, right? Is that who you're playing? So, so that's a D two. So we would play Eastern, Misericordia, Alvernia, Arcadia. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, those type of schools. I mean, we play a couple D twos. We actually played a couple D ones, believe it or not. Your schedule yeah. just allows it because you play so many games. But yeah. uh, no, so I went and I tried out for Kutztown, which is a D two. The guy told me he liked me, um, wanted me to try to walk on. Got accepted to the college, and I was like, okay, cool. I'm in with that. I could walk on. They had like 23 returning players. You know, I, I'll earn a spot. No big deal. My dad comes home one day. He goes, yo, fill out this questionnaire for Newman University. I'm like, where the hell's that at? He goes, it's down in. Um, Aston, Pennsylvania. I said, okay, whatever. Filled out, sent it in. The coach calls me. He goes, hey, listen, we're looking for pitchers. Uh, why don't you fill out the application? I said, uh, okay. Uh, I filled it out, got accepted. And he's like, listen, um, I'm going to come to one of your games this summer. I'll see a pitch and I'll give you an idea of what I see for your future here. Comes, I'm pitching in the uh, regional championship for uh, American Legion ball against Southampton. And I ended up going nine innings. Pitch really well. It was Pitch awesome. the gem. 
pitched a gem. gem piece. And he was like, hey, listen, you could come down here and start from day one. And like, you know, yeah. and Matt, I think, you know, like I've got baseball tattoos on me. Like I, I'm, I'm a baseball junkie. I love yeah. it. I've literally been checking the Philly score every, you know, time you guys stop talking. I'm like, it's just who I am. So I was like, right. you know what, do I want to go to a, a college and walk on and give it a shot? Or this guy says I'm going to play, I'll go play. You tell me. Um, so anyway, I ended up going to Newman and first two years were a little bit of a struggle. Um, but that's when I realized like, you know what? Hey, like, I got to work a little bit harder. I'm not as good as I thought I was. And yeah. I grabbed, it's funny, like your buddy was like, let's go throw him out. Let's go throw. So I grabbed our catcher. I was like, we're going to the gym every single day until I figure out how to throw a change up. Cause I didn't know I was, I kept throwing fastball curveball. My curveball wasn't good as I mentioned earlier. So literally dude, just trying new things, trying new grips every single day until my arm fell off. I developed a change up, developed into a much better pitcher. My final yeah. two years are pretty good. And then after that, I loved it. I played a couple of years of semi-pro ball. And then um, once the arm gives out, which unfortunately mine did, nah, nah, no big deal. Just like 18 and older, wooden bat leagues, nothing crazy. But anyway, um, once that the arm gave dude, out, that's I pretty, up- you know, you're, you're selling yourself short, bro. That's yeah. pretty great, man. I mean, I, you know, we've only, besides myself, we've only had a couple professional athletes on the show. So it's great to have you here. You know what I mean? But it was, you know. Man, that's wait. So that's the was, best because it's just for the love of the game. For real, like it's yeah. Because you yes. like doing it and you're pretty good at it. You're like, yeah. all right, let's let's go at it. Have you, who, do you? Did you ever play against a guy that like? Dude, I, I remember seeing times where I'm like, all right, there's levels to this shit. You know what I mean? Like, so you if you guys a, get a chance, if you guys get a chance after the show, look up the name Anthony. Wrecker, Alvernia College. So he's literally a MLB network analyst right now. He was a junior at Alvernia my first year of baseball. Okay. Let me tell you a quick story. So I get to Newman. Um, I am wired one way. I was not a drinker. I didn't uh, party at all. So I went, I worked my ass off. I was excited about playing baseball there. Um, You're still not a partier, you know? uh, No, I am now. Uh, okay. <laughs> that changed a little bit but um so <clears throat> i get to newman work my butt off uh was really excited about freshman year um we go to florida for our first trip i get to florida i am like maddie i am flying high dude it's 79 degrees i'm practicing in shorts like i'm from yeah. pennsylvania dude like in, your, in arm, February, your arms all nice and dude. nice and loose and warmed up well, dude, wait do you hear this my first bullpen i can't throw a strike my adrenaline is so high like i'm literally Every ball's off the backstop. I'm Ebby Calvin Lucian, this thing, like a mother, if you're a Bulls Durham <laughs> fan. So anyway, the nuke? So, uh, it was terrible, right? So my first assignment, I'm the number three starter my freshman year. I get Division II Wilmington University. And my coach is like, hey, these guys are going to be really good. Whatever happens, we, we know we're, we're growing, right? I go out and I absolutely dominate, dude. Like, I'm having the start of my life. Leave the game in the sixth inning with a lead. We're winning five to two. Everything's awesome. Everybody thinks I'm like a phenom, like the highlight of my college career in my first start. Uh, closer comes in, two fly balls can hit the right field. The right fielder misjudges both balls, dives, misses. We lose. Absolutely awful. We finished the trip 0-7. It was awful, right? Anyway, I had one start. I'm feeling good. I come home. Next start is against Alvernia University. They've got this guy I just mentioned, Anthony Recker. They've got another guy, Zach Lutz, who's a, ended up playing with the New York Mets. They had two other guys who ended up getting drafted. 
And this is a Division three team, Matt. So a lot of times people don't realize this. People go D3 because their parents work for the school and they go to school for free. A Division two scholarship will only get you about $2,000. A Division one scholarship might get you ten dollars to $15,000. But if your mama is a janitor at a D3, you're going for free to a $60,000 school. No joke, dude. I yeah. kid you not. Yeah. So anyway, we go up against this team. First start, I'm coming off the Wilmington start. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm going to dominate this team. First batter, base hit. Second batter, walk. Up steps, literally, Hercules, which <laughs> is this guy, Anthony Wrecker. He's got telephone pole thighs. Yeah. And I go to throw a friggin' change up, and I hit him in the thigh with it. <laughs> dude, he literally like looked at me and laughed. And like walked down to first base and I was like, okay, I'm 18 years old. That's never happened to me. About 10 minutes later, it's 16, nothing. <laughs> I kid you not, dude. Like my first, it was like my welcome to college moment. And yeah. like, my coach was like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know how to tell you. This is like a major league lineup. Like the nine, <laughs> the nine hole hitter took me deep, like 400 feet. Like they're that good because yeah. the head coach of their team was hooked up like he was just he had connections in the major leagues because he was drafted so he knew like hey come to Alvernia and I'll hook you it was like dude it was a disaster but yeah so I played against I have a 12 ERA right now yeah (laughs) get off my back (laughs) it was too funny but I mean dude that's a you know that's a welcome to the game type of moment you know what I mean it is I needed it I needed it bro I really did need it it was funny Yeah, no, but that's great, man. But dude, that's a hey, that's how it goes. But also, it shows like your character from battling back from that adversity to keep playing and to you know keep starting and come back. Because a lot of people would have been like, you know, I quit. This, you know, I'm not getting yeah. shelled every week. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But dude, that also goes to show you that the, the 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 like the difference in quality between levels there isn't much. You know what I mean? Like you can still it's, get some murderers in D three. Maddie, it's the biggest. Myth- conception ever is that people think that division three baseball is bad and i'm gonna tell you right now you ever hear of junior college obviously yeah. i'm sure you have you got montgomery yeah. county Delaware county bucks county like some of the best baseball players ever play junior college baseball and then they end up getting hurt it's just listen just because like a division one guy he's got like the grades he's got the the family has the money and he's got the ability that's how you end up at division one you don't people don't realize that division two is hey the family's got the money and the kids got the ability because you're only going to get about a three thousand dollar scholarship as i said on a sixty thousand dollar education division three is these guys are, are they've got the academic scholarship that's what they do like i'll tell you right now I got a greater scholarship division three than people get division two because they rolled mine up as an academic. But then you get the JUCO guys. They're the dogs. They're your fucking dogs. They're the guys you don't want to see in the alleyway that just are going to like, they're going to kick your ass for trying to take the roster spot type deal. And yeah, these no, guys Chico are, ab- yes. Oh, he's absolutely, uh, that's um, Eric, Eric Sam. Uh, he's an absolute monster. I love watching his stuff. Yeah. Uh, he's cool too, but. He, he is like he set the groundwork for like, dude, go work hard. You'll make it. That's it. Like, it doesn't matter what level you're at. If you work hard, you end up making it. Dude. Also, don't get it twisted. There's some high school kids out there that are throwing gas and hitting tanks. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's it's no, you know, it's really like also you got to think about it, too. I mean, it is a young man's game in a way because your reflexes have to be so lightning quick, you know, especially to hit and even to field. You know, so it's, it's, yeah. it, you know, the, sometimes the younger guys have a, a slight advantage at that. 
but if they can get past it mentally, you know what I mean? But also, dude, there's some big song bitches. Like, dude, remember CC Sabathia? That guy was a monster. Or the big unit, Randy Johnson. Could you imagine going up to the plate and seeing that guy at the mound looking like he's nine feet tall? And you're like, yeah. Maddie, you know what's funny about big. that? It's funny. It's funny you bring it up. So two quick thoughts, and you guys tell me what you think about this. So CC Sabathia said he was his best self when he was 335 pounds. He lost a lot of weight, and that's when his career ended because he couldn't throw hard anymore because he didn't have the mass. Now, the other thing to think about is these young guys, right? Think about this. When you're a phenom, and this is what I love about, this is what I try to teach kids now. And I'm not, I'm not fucking developing any Division One talent right now because my goal is just make a kid a better person, right? right. Here's the thought. You have a guy that gets drafted number one overall. I guarantee you guys, and not in a bad way, you couldn't name the last five NBA draft picks that went number one, MLB draft picks went number one, and NFL draft picks number one. Why? Because it's like, they don't, not all of them make it, but what happens is you have a kid that was the best in high school. He goes to college. He was the best in college. In baseball, you have to go to the minor leagues. He was the best there. And then he made it to the big, like a Jamarcus Russell or, um, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, Eric like a Lee. Greg Oden, yeah. Yeah. right? Like they, Dude, so, uh, Pat Burrell. They, that, yeah, Pat Burrell, drafted number one overall. These guys get there. And what happens, Maddie and J-Dub? They fail for the first time. Yeah. And they were never taught how to fail. Yeah. And now the problem is they've got millions of dollars. So yeah. they don't care. I don't give a shit. The people that fail and make it are the ones that were built properly because when failure hit them, they go, okay, I'm going to roll the boots up. I'm going to roll the sleeves up and I'm going to get to work. Not it's the coach's fault. Um, yeah. They didn't put me in the best position to succeed. And I just, man, I tell these kids that every day, dude. And I, and that's why I feel like, Matt, I feel like you're kind of wired the same way I am. And the JW, I wish I knew you a little bit better to talk about it. But it's like, that's why I feel like I'm successful because I don't run away from failure. If I do something wrong, like honest to God, if I fucked up this interview tonight, I would say, Matt, sign me up three months from now. <laughs> Give me back on the show. I got to yeah. redeem myself. That's just yeah. who I am as a person. Yeah. And I feel like through and through, there's not enough of those type of people that are, hey, I messed up. Give me, I, I, I'm going to take accountability. It's, hey, this show sucked. You guys didn't ask the right <laughs> question. Dude. Like what? Yes. Honestly, I think we see that at work all the time too. Like one of the things I hate about working in an office is that if something does go wrong, the first question asked is whose fault is it? Not how do we fix the problem? Oh, right? Man, like, come on now. Right? Like, is that not the, that's not the truth right there. You know, like that's it. But no, I a hundred percent agree with you, man. You have to like the, the guys that learn how to fail, you know, who was one person they said was like, okay, what look about this, right? Like George Washington, Right. He that he one of the things about him when he was like, you know, when they're fighting the Revolutionary War, people thought he was like a joke because he wasn't super successful. But one of the things they said about him, he was forged by failure. Right. Yeah. So same thing with our boy Jalen Hurts. Right. He's another one forged by failure. But the guys that can come back from that, they have the real poise. They have the real leadership skills. And I agree with you. But that takes a lot of character. The guys that can't come back from failure have a lack of character. And one of the things you're doing at your school or at your, you know, at, at Kelly baseball and softball is you're instilling character. That's dude. I'll tell you, that's one of the biggest things I, I try to teach when I'm there. Like say we're doing like a drill, right? Like we will do push-ups for a minute. Right. Yeah. And I see a guy we're almost done and there's like four seconds left and he stops. 
And like, you know, the one like I, I won't get on him like a drill sergeant, but I'll be like, hey man, you think you could have gone for four more seconds? Right? Like mentally tough. You're not gonna die, right? Mental toughness builds better character, you know? And it and it grows across all life. You know what I mean? But no, I'm hundred percent I agree with you. But we are coming towards the top of time. Uh we'll, you know, but I want to get back into talking about Kelly baseball and softball a little bit before we get out of here. So what are some of your plans? for Kelly baseball and softball for the future, Phil. And like we said in the description of this episode, we'll have a link to your Instagram and, and which is at Kelly softball and baseball on Instagram. We'll have a link in the description. If you want to reach out to Phil for maybe lessons or coming in for a session or looking up when he has camps or training or anything like that. But yeah, go ahead, Phil. What do you have for Kelly baseball and softball? Yeah, man, I appreciate the opportunity again. Like I said, to talk about this. Uh, currently enrolled in a softball camp right now. So obviously, if you were interested, it'd be a little late for that. But I have a baseball camp coming uh-huh. up in Conshohocken, PA, July 10th to the 13th. I will be running a high school preparatory softball camp in August. Um, and yeah, check for updates as I'm always doing lessons. Like Matt said, and I'm going to be doing more camps this winter. Um, as mentioned, I'm a little bit different than most people. You're going to see the do lessons in that I am focused on mental development way more than I am physical development, much more different or sorry, much different than what you're going to see out there uh, where it's all about like, Hey, you know, here's some drills on how to become a better hitter. Who cares? How do you deal with failure? How do you deal with anxiety? How do you deal with those mental angst that, that, that trouble every kid out there? That's kind of been my uh, mantra for the last 15 years. Like I said, doing this, Um, but yeah, camps coming up, clinics coming up and uh, private lessons always and love to help out, you know, the best I can. Nice. Love it. Uh, Before we do get out of here, it's now time for everyone's new favorite segment. It's time for J-Dub's questions, asking some questions. J-Dub's questions, a new favorite segment. J-Dub's question segment. Uh, Phil, uh, Justin here is going to ask you some questions and, uh, you know, if you want to answer them, you can. If not, you can tell them to shove. Uh, but you know, oh, I did want to ask you this, Phil. One thing that was told to me that was probably the some of the most important advice that I got before I had my daughter is that I had a buddy who told me he's like, look, your kid's gonna fall down and things like that. He said, look, if your kid falls down, right? It, like, there's a, if they're falling down, legit hurt, help them. But if they fall down, don't pick them up. Make sure they get up by themselves, dude. The number one character building thing I've seen is that and it's dude it is so true like uh you know i don't know like you can tell which kids get picked up right away you know what i mean like you know so and i'm not you know everyone parents differently and i get it and i'm not trying to come in well you're still a mama's boy (laughs) but uh no but there's still like you know uh it's it's definitely a thing where it's like you have to pick yourself up You you learn like oh i'm not really that hurt kind of thing you know, but okay. Sorry. Uh, interrupted Justin. Go ahead with your question. Under over uh, 10 red lights ran Ooh, over question. All right. Man's not a coward. Now they have those cameras now. Fuck it. If they want to date me, date me. That's a whole different thing. The ones I got uh, doing 52 and a 45 ticket on Roosevelt Boulevard on 1225. Mm. That's on goddamn well, baby. What were you doing driving on Christmas? You don't have family that wants to see a big dog. No, I had oh, to go you down. Were trying to- you were trying to get the breakfast. Yeah, I was driving to family 
on Roosevelt Boulevard. I he was late for a brunch. Was you were late for waffles, you son of a bitch. See, if you hated breakfast, it would have never happened. Mm, true. How do you feel about gloves? Like winter gloves or like baseball gloves? Gloves. All right. So um, I have the worst hands ever. Like they are always cold. In the wintertime, need gloves. Uh, otherwise, hate gloves. You ever go mittens? Never mittens. Oh, I need the fingers. I need to because I. I'm, have you ever I'm done the that. the half and half where it's like no, fingers on, and then you stop. cover you've, them over? You've and you've it's never mitten? done that either. You've never done that. No, either. I'm not a glove guy. I want to be a glove guy, but I'm not a glove guy. That's why the so, question exists, dude. I'm a I big time gloves guy. Dude, I would wear big time batting gloves every day if it was socially acceptable. Dude, I right, wear I wear so gloves. many gloves. No, garden gloves, uh, lawnmower gloves. Uh, so I do. I don't do lifting gloves. I do lifting straps. But uh, I, I'm a big fan of. The, I, all right, let me take it back. Big fan of the gloves. <laughs> Same. Dude, oh, I love the mechanics ones from Home Depot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, $20 Jones with the guy that was writing on the back. Also, got to hang driving gloves. Here. Don't have driving gloves, but I'm a big fan of this. And I'm going to differ. I- I'd love you to ask this to people moving forward. Shoeless or shoed? I'd never take my shoes off. Literally. What do you mean? Like I in hate- people's houses or like in your own never. house? My own house, dude. I- my shoes dude, come that's, off only to You're a maniac. And, and, and I'm not definitely, asking anyone that question. And, and definitely no socks, right? Right? Like definitely socks stay on, right? You're in your house. Socks always on. Shoes. J-Dub. J-Dub. Took them off the other day for five minutes. Walked out to see my wife loves. She's a florist. Uh, She's planting stuff all over the home right now. She goes, babe, come out and see the new flowers I planted. I don't have shoes on. I'm terrified. I go, okay. I come outside. Uh, Let me see it. Boom. Step on something right in the bottom of the foot, and I go, "Here we go again." I <laughs> kid you not. I'm going to ho- That's a whole different scenario. I got shoes on right now. I will. My little, shoes my little brother doesn't wear socks, and I have talked to him about that. I wear socks in my own home. You right. have shoes on full time in your home. What if you go in your bedroom? When do you take your shoes off? So the only time. So when I wake up. Let me think. I wake up. I will. But yeah, how you wake yeah. up? How long until shoes? I, the go first on? hour. I the the first hour of my day is the only. You time brush your shoes. teeth without shoes on. Uh, no, because by that time I'm usually getting ready for the gym. The shoes are on. You have shoes on and you're brushing your teeth. Yeah, you're a maniac. I yeah, you could probably yeah, Matt. There's no. So, I, so, we yeah, could ask yeah. everyone. Like, look, I no. know not many people are on the puff. I guarantee the bottom of your feet feel like sand paper mine i have yeah. socks on i'm not a psychopath um, my little brother's a barefoot like hobbit like yeah. red-headed irish kid yeah but like <laughs> i'm i'm in socks right so, like my shoes have never gone up my stairs dude in my I, life I was, i'll say this i uh when i when growing up we were not a take your shoes off at the door family but my wife is european and they are big time take your shoes off when you come in the house so now we take the shoes off at the front door right which i'm fine with because i'm a homeowner and i have carpets and i have floors so don't be messing up my shit but as far as like socks the socks are staying on and as soon as i go outside i'm putting shoes on and i could live in shoes all day i'm with you phil i'm a shoe guy through and through also men should not be wearing thong sandals right (laughs) you can wear slides at the beach and you can wear slides in like a locker. Don't ever wear flip flops. No, flip-flops. no, fl- no flip flops ever, ever. No. We're men. You're a, you're a goddamn man. Do yeah. not wear flip flops. Right, no. J Dub, back. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I slide. You, I I, I'll, wear I'll wear slides. Yeah. I'll wear slides. I'll wear slides. 
I'll wear slides, but Slide I'm out. not wearing flip flops. <laughs> and if you try and make me, I'll stab you. I'm a heavy slide with socks kind of guy too. Yeah, well, you're also um, a wig, so there we go. <laughs> you're from. I'm not taking my sneakers on the second floor of my home, like you maniac. I don't either. I actually have a. Sh- <laughs> this guy is. I, this guy's I, taking I, shoes on the second floor. I live in Montgomeryville, Justin. I have a shoe closet. Okay, come on. Yeah, Yo, your wife won't let you take your shoes on the second floor. She will not. God she knows that that me. woman wasn't she there. Yeah. No. Yeah. If she, she wasn't, wasn't there, there, you'd probably be taking your sneakers up on the second floor, dude. If she wasn't here, I probably wouldn't be living in a house. I'd be living in a tent on the sidewalk. You know what I mean? Like, in a van by the river. <laughs> yeah. You know this would this this whole okay. thing would be gone. Oh, yeah. Pay attention. I have more questions. How do you feel about gloves? What's your favorite non... Are you a Philadelphia sports fan? Uh, yeah. Which is a preference that only because we have so many guests. Uh, what's your favorite non-Philly sports athlete? Oh, favorite non-Philly sports, sports athlete. athlete. All right. Give me, give me 30 I, seconds. I, you know who athlete. came to mind for me? Uh, does it have to be a big three athlete? It can be or a big four. It's just someone who's not from Philly where you're like, you know. Dawkins you know, you know who came to mind for me, and I want to ask if this guy counts. So he's from Philadelphia or the Philadelphia well, area. Obviously, the only specific point of the question was not from Philly. But... No, 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 no. <laughs> he never played in the Philadelphia. He never played for any Philly team. Oh, yeah. right. But he's from Norristown, and his name's Mike Piazza. Oh, stop! You he's from Abington. <laughs> He's from he's wherever. From he's from around here. He's from Abington. Like, he grew up two blocks away from my grandfather's house. Okay, but would that guy count, yes or no? I mean, technically speaking, he is not a Philadelphia athlete, so yes. But he did. I, have mine. I swear to God, my my uh, my uh, grandfather had a home on Roster Avenue, and two blocks away was where Mike Piazza Dustin, it's tough to believe you sometimes because I know that you steal from the mobile order line at Starbucks. So I don't know if I'm going to – if I. I, I can Feeling trust a you. Coffee ev- drink and I can a trust you up. eventually, but, Justin, but it's tough for me to trust you right away. I will say it. Go ahead, Phil. What were you going to say? Uh, not to disrupt that beautiful banter back and forth, but so mine is, hurts to say it, Jimmy Butler. I love him. I've always loved Jimmy him. Jimmy Butler. I, I hate the fact that the Sixers got rid of him. And the That's fact dope. that we have Tobias Harris, and I get to watch Jimmy Butler dominate. He's just one of those dogs. He's a dog. He's a killer. He's a great athlete. Um, if I had to say football, let me see, let me see, let me see. Football's tough because I'm I through mean, and through yeah. like an Eagles fan. But if you had to like resonate to like an AFC team, <sighs> uh, nah. Fuck it, I can't. I love the Eagles too much. <laughs> but oh. dude, I, I like Bart Scott too. Can't wait. Yeah, loved him. He was great. Wait, Dude. if we're if we're talking non-current, I love I literally loved Ray Lewis. Don't care what his Dude, history was. I was a bit loved Ray Lewis. What about Mike Allstott? Where were you guys at on Mike Allstott? He just loved Mike Allstott. Fucking loved neck Mike roll. Allstott. Got the neck roll. Got to love him. All, Dude, also, I mean, when it comes to basketball, like MJ counts, right? I guess he would be my favorite basketball guy. So if it's all, all, all time, I. Unfortunately, love the biggest steroid abuser. Mark McGuire is. I literally love the number twenty five because I'm of this guy. Fire like two thousand. Did you, did you read the book? Yeah. Did you read the Sammy Sosa Mark McGuire I book? I read all, that dude. one. Yeah, I, I was such dude. a mark. I was a total mark for that chase. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. dude, that was the biggest thing in sports. The biggest thing in sports wasn't even wasn't even close. That that was sports. Everyone was watching those. I would love Bro, to see the ratings from those hit. games. 
he hit the game the, the 60 <laughs> second homer the day before my birthday i thought he was going to deliver uh, it on my birthday for me uh, i thought like a lot of the guy i'm like mark well, why would you do this you saved it for me i'm sitting on uh going back j-dub to fourth avenue kitchen i had a little had to be a 19 inch tv and i'm watching the biggest game of my life on a 19 inch tv and i'm sitting there watching any homers and he missed first base and i'm like oh my god he did it i don't know man like i don't think people appreciate sports moments as much as they used to i'm not gonna lie i just think everyone's just so quick because everyone's just so quick to grab their phone and like oh post about it instead of just watching it you know what i'm saying agreed there's that happens in normal life too because there's times i'll be with my wife and like my kids and I did this, you know where this came in clutch is for my daughter's first birthday, I hired my, I have like a videographer guy that we use for shoots and stuff. And I hired him to shoot her first birthday. And it was like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to out his price, but dude, it was the best. Cause no one had no, like, cause like, you know, so there's sometimes you want to sing happy birthday to your kid, but there's gotta be one person that has to film it and all that stuff. Yeah. I was like, dude, no one had to film anything. Everyone got like, you know, a quick interview, whatever. Like, what do you think? Say happy birthday kind of thing. Best money I ever spent. This guy came in, you know, he crushed it, filmed everything, filmed her, filmed all the kids. We Like we made a soundtrack to it afterwards. Like it was great. You know what I'm saying? And it was worth every penny to not have people like on their phone being like trying to capture the moment. Instead, everyone was in the moment, you know, nice. worth That's every awesome. penny. Yeah. Yeah. Final question I'm throwing at you. Give me your favorite. This is all time. Give me your favorite. And I'm going to say it because I want you to understand where I'm going with this. WWF wrestler. All time. You went after. And I I need a reason. Yeah, because WWE is a joke. If you say anybody in WWE, I I, just don't record this and just get rid of it altogether. All it's right, got to be so, WWF. It's not as good now. You know what I know. Give me him. You know, the first person that always comes to mind for me, I love him. I love him ever since his appearance on Jerry Springer. Uh, he's my guy, a.k.a., and I've quoted him on this show several times. It's my man, the bad guy, Reza Ramon. So good. It's so, so good. good. Razor Ramon. So good. So good. Hey, yo, Chico. Scott Hall's dead. Hey. Is he? Yeah, yeah RIP. Dude. We had a memorial service episode. I was there. That you were on. Sorry, I don't know. I don't keep up with it. My favorite is the Tonka. Wow, shout out. The Tonka, <laughs> fan of the show, listener show. The end of, Appar- the end of my segment is, uh, Phil, do you have any questions for me? <sighs> Where do we start, J-Duck? What the fuck? Is this the asshole question, really, bud? <laughs> you shave your asshole? Have you ever wiped a hairless... Have you ever wiped your asshole hairless as an adult? It's not a crazy question. I wiped question. fucking hairless baby diaper. Like, I don't ever yeah. want to do it again. I hate it's it. Child's asshole. Like, yeah. Damn, dude, fuck hair. Like, dude, if you're not doing... I don't know you no, guys... You have I mean, wiped clean. Bro, I don't know why you guys are still using paper when there's wipes out there. Wipes are the future. Because uh, you well, pay for your set they, Yeah, they you rent you buying. You throw yeah, it in a trash you're can. You're renting. Uh, if you're throwing Likes. a trash can, okay, but then you're throwing it out every day. But yeah, a trash mean, can. What are you fucking Western <laughs> European? He's a uh, oh, remind sure me, Justin. Are you still jerking off in the same sink that you brush your teeth and wash your hands in? Yeah, but I shut your out. goddamn mouth. <laughs> that's a good idea. Put that in the trash can. He got you there. You son of a bitch. Your shit talk. Uh okay. We we went way over time, but I'll tell you, it was good time. Uh Phil, we are coming to the top of time. Justin and I are are usually on the same page with this. 
Uh, but we would love to have you back on the show if you'd be willing to come back on. Absolutely. Dude, I'll tell you, we uh we, we had like like we didn't even get into your job history. <laughs> you know, like we just that's how you know it's I good, didn't expect babe. this though. I didn't expect this though. <laughs> Dude, just Justin's got a saying that it's one of the only things he says that's usually correct is that you know it's good when it goes by fast. And this yeah. one went by fast. And it was a lot of fun. And it was great having you on, brother. Super excited that you're here. Uh, before we get out of here, like I said, in the description of this episode, we'll have a link to Phil's Instagram. is at Kelly Softball and Baseball. We'll have a link in the description. Check it out if you want to get some training in or check out what he's got going over there. It's really good stuff. He's a really good follow. Uh, but, Phil, uh, what do you got to say to your family, friends, and the Phil Kelly maniacs before we get out of here? Hey, man, just uh, the only thing I have to say is enjoy your life one day at a time. Uh, had some things that I've seen lately that uh, you really do. <laughs> as cliche as it sounds, never know when it could end. Uh, keep a positive attitude. Keep a smile up every time uh, you get a chance to. And, uh, Maddie, love you as much as, you know, the next guy. But, uh, you know, you and I met each other shit, seven years ago now, brother. And believe it or not, how quickly that went. But, uh, yeah. you know, this is awesome that you're doing this. Love being a part of it. And I, you know, I apologize for this long to get on here, but no, uh, it'll take way less time to get me on a second time. Put it that yeah. way. <laughs> you're the best, bro. No, thank you, man. I'm super excited you're here. And I can't thank you enough for being on. It was awesome, man. Thank you. And you're, I'm with you, bro. We were, we were hired full time the same day, even though I started at the company seven months before you did. <laughs> same day we were brought on full-time but either it's way because i'm white <laughs> right yeah uh but no dude super this is a great show and super happy you're here and there's a lot of fun uh thanks again j-dub what do you got to say before we get out of here even though it's probably going to be shit talk <laughs> i i had a wonderful experience i enjoyed myself thoroughly and uh i think i met matt about 27 years ago yeah something like that yeah yeah, yeah. oh wow what were we we I were uh it. we were what 13 i guess i think i was i was 11 yeah so nice and what are you now i'm 38 i just turned out the other day oh your nice. birthday was the other day it was uh 20 days ago oh you didn't tell me that your birthday was june 1st you no, met him 27 20 years ago you don't know his birthday come on big dog no. uh, he's also get... terrible at maps it's may 29th it was not 20 days ago but we won't hold that against him yeah, uh, well, it would be May 31st then if it was 20 days ago because there's 31 days in May, but you can both Shit. go suck a fucking chode. Uh, Yours. So, so hey, it was the 20, 29th then, Justin, okay, was it? I just end this episode hoping that they find those people searching for the Titanic in that little submarine. I mean, and if, we'll they did it, if they didn't, the time is up. Fuckers We're going to find enjoy, out by the end of this episode. Probably either. enjoy breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> 40 hours of oxygen at the time of this recording. So, God With knows. 40 minutes left, would you get breakfast? <laughs> if you had 40 cool. minutes left to live, are you grabbing a quick bagel? Or are you get, you know, what do you do? Better than a sunny side egg, a little hash brown, yeah. a little white right. toast, yeah. butter. So, speaking of white toast and butter, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, and the amazing Phil Kelly. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content and all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can join us on the Twitter and the TikTok at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workingperspectives at gmail.com. And please like and subscribe so we keep bringing you this sweet, sweet content. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Thanks. See you.